everybody, you did one hell of a job. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah! It's Talking Boys with the Boys, a Star Boys Network original. Cowboys familiar, what's up? This is Talking Boys with the Boys, and we're back again with some of that Cowboys fuego. But first, a little business. Please take a minute to share, subscribe, leave us a rating, and a review wherever you find this pod. Five stars and a couple of sentences on why you love this pod will be greatly appreciated. And now, the conglomerate, the panel of homies, I'm your host, Adam Y, along with my co-host, Mark D, and our special guest, Dylan Wilson, the third amigo of Off Top, and R.J. Choppy of 105.3 The Fans, the Shannon R.J. Morning Show. What's happening, fellas? Yo! Hey, man, well, uh, all I gotta say is, uh, it's uh, another Victory Monday, and we're gonna pod. And we're going to pot to one song only. We're going to skate to one song, one song only. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets gross. the people going. It's not, it gets the juices going. <laughs> this win was provocative. <laughs> <laughs> nah, definitely, man, but, uh, brother, definitely. Yeah. But, all right, Mark, well, bring us in with some Cowboys news. Well, yippee Kaye, cowboy lovers. Look good, feel good, feel good, pod good. Let's get it. Well, with 4-1 and one comes 99 problems, but the Giants definitely ain't one. Without a reasonable doubt, our boys were big pimping against New York, keeping that hand strong and powdered up with a score of 44-20. to 20. We now have the blueprint on how to activate airplane mode against the right arm of Mac Jones this Sunday at Gillette Stadium. We got our mojo bag, baby. Baby. <laughs> now a bit of injury news. Sounds like another three to four weeks before the Cowboys could get defensive tackle Neville Gallimore or defensive end Demarcus Lawrence back from injury. We currently have no new injuries to report from yesterday's game. That's, that's a big clap right there, honestly, bro. Yes, yes, Coach, yes. Coach McCarthy was quoted as saying, nothing to put on the injury list right now. We came out pretty good on this one. Dan Quinn was asked about the play of a certain ball god and how he's contributed to his production to this point. I'd love to say we'd been coaching him up on that, but that'd be a lot of bullshit. That's all Trayvon. Hashtag ball god, back to you, BB. (laughs) I like it, man. I like it. All right, man. Well, let's dive into this thing. Let's get a a quick recap of the dub against the New York Giants. And what I want to do is get your thoughts on the good, the bad, and the ugly from the game. And I'll start with you, RJ. Man, I'll tell you, the good, uh, well, I mean, you know, Dak played, I thought, really, really well after the start. He had a kind of a slow start, I thought, this one. Like, he was just kind of sleepwalking through the first quarter. And then it all clicked. The Giants had that one moment where where, where a bad team has to take advantage, and that was that – near pick at the end of the first half, right? And and they didn't get it. And Dak took advantage of it. Uh, and I thought he was, like, off to kind of a slow. And once that happened, I mean, man, there's something about this team in the third quarter now. Like, remember a couple years ago, like 2016, man, first they would always get the ball to start the game, and they would march right down the field, and they would score. Mm-hmm. And now this team is scoring at the end of the third quarter, and they're always seeming to get a turnover on the first game, and they're scoring again. So it's like quick, 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 bang, bang, bang. And, you know, for this team, is that that third quarter that they have done, it demoralized everybody else. And then, you know, once you get that lead, you get against a a bad quarterback, or or I should say a non-elite one. Like, you know, if you got a lead against, like, if you you have a lead against, like, a Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes or something like that, you know, they can can throw when the defense knows you're going to throw. Yes. But Daniel Jones can't. And Sam Darnold can't. And Mike Glennon, when when you when when the defense knows Mike Glennon's going to throw, they can jump some of them routes. That's where Diggs making his money right now. Uh, so like they've been able to get ahead of bad quarterbacks. Can't really throw themselves back into a game. And how, what was your bad for the game, brother? Ooh, oh, 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 this is easy. This is easy. My my long national nightmare has now come true. They traded Jalen. They they cut Jalen Smith so they could give Micah Parsons more snaps at linebacker. And I want to see that dog. I want to see that dog at defensive end rushing the passer. I don't want to see him at linebacker. I mean, he's, I'm sure he's wonderful 
as a linebacker. But I'd rather see him half the time at defensive end than all the time at linebacker. I, I just that for me, he is so valuable with his ability to get to the quarterback. You know, I, I don't care that he's spying the running back. That doesn't matter to me, man. Can you get to the quarterback? And, and yes, he can. Uh, and and my my nightmare came true, man. I, I was, I know they won. I was moping around the house yesterday, <laughs> last night. I was I was moping. I, so I, was... I usually I don't drink on Sundays, Sunday nights. Oh. I don't drink on Sunday nights because I got to go to work the next day. I drank on Sunday night. I, I drank. Um, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. So that's not, that wasn't that wasn't only your bad, but that was also <laughs> ugly, huh? Yeah, ugly. <laughs> oh ugly. man, yeah. I, I I got you, man. I got you, man. Yeah, I, I understand too, man. But it, uh, for me, the good was this defense continues to get takeaways. The bad, uh, I did not like the sloppy play, as you said. Uh, it also felt a little sluggish there at the beginning, and we were able to overcome that. Uh, the ugly, however, it continues to be Tyler Biotish. And I heard y'all this morning talking to uh, Brad Sham, and uh, I felt like he was kind of giving Tyler B a, a, a pass, man, this morning on the show. And I was just like, I, I just had to disagree, man. But uh, QB1 has enough to worry about when he's lined up, and he doesn't yeah. need to be worried about if the ball's going to get snapped at his feet or over his head, man. And I, I just... I don't know. I, I don't understand. Well, I, I guess I do understand where, where Sham was coming uh, with it. And I, and I know that we have high hopes and I know that, that a lot of people were uh, are expecting uh, Fredericks out of Biotish. But if, if it's not working, I think the philosophy, uh, let's get the, the, the best five guys in there and, and, and try to make it work. Uh, I think that's maybe where we should go with it, man. I, I, that's just my opinion, though. Oh, dude, I, I totally agree. What Brad said that, and I get it. Look, if, if that was – if he had one bad snap, all right, like I could let it slide. Like Dak wasn't – you know, that's one bad. But he had like six one, six that were bad. You can't expect Dak to catch every single one of those bad snaps. Yes, so, exactly. you know, I I can't – I kind of – I'm with you with Brad. I understood what he was saying, and that wasn't that bad of a snap. That's 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 that's, that's, that's there, right? It's on body. But you're the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You're, you're he's already looking at the defense. He's got his hands where it should be. You know, this isn't high school. These guys, these guys are getting paid. So like that's yeah, be more perfect than that. Yes. Well, sir. I think I think the positive narrative, a little bit choppy, comes from with the Otis is we're all expecting him to get forklifted every other play now, right? So when he yeah. doesn't, we're like, hey, look, he's doing better. He's doing better. And then he has yes. five. Even he has five bad snaps. And like, yeah, he, he was doing. He was doing okay. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Anchor foot down. So now we're all good. But that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Well, my good actually is the run game, you know, and how we're dominating the run game. I think in these past mm-hmm. four games, we've averaged 201 yards per game. But actually, <laughs> it comes into something that they talked about that Choppy had a, a get. I mean, they were discussing about, about a week and a half ago, the, the offensive philosophy for Brandon Staley, when he was discussing, you know, mm-hmm. play action dominance in the run game can you expand on that a little bit choppy on what he meant with that like and what i heard you like go nuts and you were like going to start drinking his bath water from what you said right oh yeah i, mean, I, I, I already ordered so i ordered his bath water online the other day it was great uh i haven't gotten <laughs> I in yet but uh, laugh, I agree, <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> so it's basically what he's saying is yeah <laughs> basically what he's saying is like the thought that you need to have a good run game to pass the ball is it isn't like it's kind of been debunked he doesn't really believe in that but what you need a run game for is the physicality that forces the defense to tackle. Um, mm-hmm. You know, on a pass play, you know, you might score a touchdown. You might have an incomplete pass. The defense doesn't have to tackle. On a run play, they have to play blocks and they have to tackle on every single run play. Um, and that's that's part of what it forces the defense to play physical. If you like basketball, Remember those old Phoenix yes, Suns sir. teams like Steve with like Steve Nash and everything? Steve Nash, yep. Absolutely, right? yes, sir. Charles Barkley used to say on TNT all the time, man, like it's I know it's fun. It's really easy to play against them because you don't get beat up and you're able to freely move about the game. Whereas you play a team like I don't know, like, you know, maybe the Spurs or something like that of the same era, who are much more physical. Um, mm-hmm. or maybe maybe they're a bad example, but you get what I mean, like a physical team. You get beat up, you're worn out. Like the next day, you're worn out. And, and and what he's saying is that the run game, while it doesn't really help the passing game at all, 
it does, in effect, help it because it tires the defense out because they're forced to tackle. Uh, so it's basically like playing one-on-one with somebody, and this guy in front of you, you know, you know he's quicker than you, so you want to body him a little bit, try to get him the feel yep. of it, and try to mm-hmm. understand what we're doing here, and you're not going to get to the rim that easy. I got you. I got yep, you. Okay. exactly, exactly. I, I definitely got you on that. Well, the good kind of comes a little bit of what you said, Choppy, also. Um, you know, we did play sloppy. We played sloppy, yep. but, you know, yep. in, the, in the past, we wouldn't have made those adjustments, and that, that third quarter would have looked a lot shittier. The, the yeah. good for me actually comes out of that sloppy play, yeah. you know, because we were nice until it was time to not be nice. And we got in there, <laughs> and in that third quarter, we took care of business, man. man. The defensive line play, you know, the stunts we were running, just the alignments that Quinn has us in. And again, Jerron Chancellor. Jerron Chancellor. <laughs> I'm loving this dude, man. I'm loving this dude. Or is it Cam Curse? I think it's Cam Curse. There you go. Cam Curse. Cam Curse. We had a Jabril Cox sighting, too. I think he only had four snaps, but one of those, he, uh, look, I don't like watching anybody get injured, but I mean, you guys got, I mean, look, my wife started laughing when she saw Daniel Jones stand up, all right? Oh, oh man, man, he he like stumbled, dude. <laughs> yeah, he did. I felt bad. I felt really bad about that. I was like, ooh, but you know what? He lowered his head. He lowered yeah, he his head. That's what I said. That's what he I initiated did. the contact. He initiated yeah. the contact. Absolutely. He really did, man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, you really don't want to do that with a linebacker coming off to the sideline like that. You know. Um, hey, but RJ, that, that that's your that's your hope going uh, for the future. You want Mike at defensive end. You want to have Jabril Cox out there because that's who's that's gonna right. Yeah, that's going to keep him down there. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you see, with absolutely with that though, Choppy, I, I agree with you on that from the standpoint of what he does and what he's good at. And I know you're not thinking about right now, but I'm a therapist, man. So I always hope for the best and prepare for the worst. I'm scared of him getting pushed on by those big monsters on the line, man. Just constantly. Yeah. Uh, you know? that's a thing like that that that's real like that's something you got to worry about i just wonder because you know i look and he's listed at like 245 or something like that and tj watt is five six pounds heavier and and <laughs> khalil mack is listed at like two pounds heavier so yeah. now maybe khalil's built up more than that maybe that's old maybe that's like an old out day that's what google says google's always right isn't it yeah so yeah. i mean and, and you know mike is the <laughs> Mike is probably not going to be 245 for the rest of his career. He's probably oh, no. going to put on some no. weight. So I, I don't know that the weight is that big of a deal. I mean, honestly, yes. Obviously, you don't want him to get pushed around and get beaten up and get hurt. But, uh, you know, I, I think the game has changed. And look, and, and look, in three years, are we going to be a 314? I have no idea. And if we Thank are, that we are, I mean, even better. Like, he is – like, truthfully, he's probably prototype 3-4 outside linebacker, right? That's probably his prototype, but the Cowboys aren't in that. Well, you see, with us on this podcast, we made a comparison against the dude. He's to us, we were looking at like a 245 pound Troy Palomalu. Yes, that's right? exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, just up, a dude who plays football. Yep. Light him up. Put him where you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and just let him go, man. The dude reminds me. It's like it's like it's like watching a really talented high school player who just does everything and dominates. Yeah. Yes. That's what he is. He's, he's, he's like the best athlete right now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. LeBron like I'm like, hey, why don't you why don't you put him at running back and let him run it out to the sideline? I mean, he runs a four three, shit. <laughs> we have seen him at center. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Seriously. Well the the real bad the real bad for me, man, is is look, I love the defense. I love what we're doing on the back end, but we're giving up too many chunk plays, man. We really are. Yeah. You know, going into that Giants game, we were 29th of the league, allowing 21 plays of 20 yards or more. All right, through the air or the ground, and Kadarius yes. Tony. Um, he's the real deal. He's gonna, he's <laughs> gonna put us on his highlight reel, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, Giants oh. fans are gonna be sharing that that play he had on Diggs for the longest. Yeah, um, they are. That's how they got. That's a nice that's route. That's how they got. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he can't throw a that's right it. cross for he, shit though. He, I tell you, he's he can't caught, throw a right he, cross for shit. He, uh, he can't. He can't punch to save his life. <laughs> he but he, 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 he reminds me of Jalen Waddle. That's I guess Kadarius Tony is exactly ah, who I thought Jalen yeah, Waddle was yeah. going to be. Yeah, yeah. Man, he, he looked good. He looked good, that. didn't he? Yeah. He looked good. He, he was. Did. He looked good in Florida, man. He was. He was definitely balling in Florida. He was the other guy. I'm not going to say the tight end's name. I don't want to strike a chord here. But, oh, yeah, he, no. was, 
He was the other guy on the offensive floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go. I, I want not gonna, to like me for a little bit, bro. Yeah, we're not gonna like, and we're not gonna, we're not gonna bring up the p, the p word. <laughs> well, I'll say it for you. Pitch train. No, you're not. Well, the real big ugly man was the sloppy play. We had some sloppy play there, from Dax tip pass to an interception on fourth and two. You know, to Dalton Schultz drop because hey, I love the Schultzinator, but he dropped the touchdown. Okay, he did. Yeah. He definitely he did. did. Yep. I know. I know a tight end that would have caught that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like, like Jarwin. Like Jarwin. Like Jarwin. Yeah. Man, Schultz got some stone hands, doesn't he? Yeah. That, that was my complaint about him last year. No. He's a he's a triple catcher. He's not even a double catcher. He's a triple catcher. <laughs> and he's gonna go. He's gonna go to George Kittle's uh, 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 camp next again next season. We're gonna work on those hands a little bit more, Chuck. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Catching <laughs> <laughs> bricks. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But you know what, man? The biggest, the, the the greatest thing that came out of that is Diggs the sixth pick, right? Yeah. With Absolutely. on the defensive mm-hmm. end. I mean, and the way he got that. That right there was the greatest thing, not just the pick itself, but I was, you know, I was sitting there and I've been making my, you know, outlandish Dion comparisons, but I never really believed it till I saw that. When I saw him bait that dude into that throw and then get the, 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 the makeup speed to go and get it. Yeah, yep. that was, that was pretty special for me. Yeah, right? that's what, that's, we, we've been talking about that. A lot of, a lot of uh, people, uh, they hit us up and they're like, Hey, well, why does Diggs keep give, giving up a lot of yards? I'm like, is he really? Or do you understand that he's he's baiting right now? This that's one of his traits, and he's really really good at it. That's was, why the guy was, has six picks. <laughs> he was literally jogging so he could get the quarterback to throw it up to him, and then he just turned it on and went and grabbed it. Yeah, look, that was that was probably my favorite one he had all year. Because um, you know, like the other ones, you know, like there was the the, the first one against Darnold. He was just kind of playing center field, and Darnold made a he threw the ball behind the guy that was running shallow or short of the guy that was running deep, and he made a play. So it was right place, right time. Then the other one was like, that was all him. This one, though, you know, that just shows ball skills. And, yeah, and, and maybe maybe if Daniel Jones was in there, the ball would have been thrown further downfield uh, and not so the receiver had to slow up. I don't know. I have no idea. But, like, that was, that was just a ball skill type play. Um, I, I loved it. It shows somebody could track the ball like that. That was a solid play. It was I was just looking at it too. And this is just my, my observations from a few things, just, you know, my own little thing with it. I'm looking at fossil out there, man. And does he not remind anybody else of a serial killer? Like, does he, he look like this, 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 this? Hey, seriously, man. Like this dude has a few dead bodies in the basement walls, bro. Like seriously, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Hey, I mean, he's gonna blame him on the Cowboys fans too. Yes, hey, he is, man. This is what the Cowboys hey, fans I, want. Hey, seriously, I can't get it out of my head. I look at this dude, and all I hear is it rubs the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. I swear <laughs> to God. <bro>. God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, Dylan. Well, give us your good, bad, and ugly, brother. All right. So, uh, good. We I've been seeing some Twitter narratives going around uh, around CD Lamb. People trying to say he's been a disappointment, he's underwhelming, he's just not an explosive receiver. And I think he shut a lot of people up. That that 50-some yard pass where he just walked up under it, as Dak yeah. says, man, it's just ball skills are incredible. And you just see it in the punt return, him just wiggling around his after-the-catch kind of, kind of burst. It's just good to see him go out there and remind people that he is that dude, and <laughs> he, he's going to be a scary dude once he gets into his own yes, here sir. at the end of the season. But my bad, uh, you've already touched on it. It was Dak's slow start. He attributed it to uh, the ankle. He said it was in his head, and you could definitely tell. I thought he was staring down his receivers at first, and uh, him getting out there and, and finally – breaking down that deep ball to C.D. Lamb and getting those demons off. It felt like he was kind of overcoming it as the game went on. And then he was just free from there, and they blew the doors off of him. But my ugly, my ugly, Tyler, Tyler be honest, man. Oh, Lord, (laughs) here we go. Mm -hmm. The bad snaps, and not only that, like, he's allowing allowing 33% of all pressures on Dak right now. He is the weak spot of the offensive line, yes, and is. we we really need to get Connor McGovern in there as soon as possible. 
he he was a center. He played some center in college. He knows how to snap. I know he's. They've been working on it in practice. But you really need to get your best five out there. And the scary thought is, we are absolutely dominating teams in the run game without <laughs> without a, a without a really good center. And I feel like once yes. we get Lyle Collins back, and yes. once, we, once we do move Connor McGovern in, like it's going to be unfair. <laughs> like, um, it's going to be provocative. <laughs> it's going to be provocative. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. Hey, Dylan, why did I feel like you were pointing that towards my fool's gold prediction earlier in the season, the, the whole C.D. Lamb thing? I don't know. I feel like you're gearing that towards me, bro. <laughs> I mean, if, if the shoe fits, wear it. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like an 11 and a half, so I think I'm going to put that shit on. So. <laughs> it, it looked like you've been watching Alpha a little bit on that route when he got under it. I see him. I see him. Yeah, man. Yeah, taking notes. Yeah, RJ, we've been uh, we've been since since uh, uh, game one. I think Tyler Biotis has been at least in our ugly po- uh, portion of the podcast off uh, all five weeks so far. So yeah. Oh, dude, he's yeah, he 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 has not been good. And, and the funny thing is, like, as good as this offensive line is, um, been a bad pass blocking. Like Dak has been under siege, especially up the middle. It's been pretty bad. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. Hey, uh, okay. Well, so far through five games, do you believe in this team's new identity? Aggressively take what the defense gives you, Mark. Do you believe it, brother? Definitely, man. Hey, I, I, look, I got all faith in Kellen Moore right now. The past, the past two third quarters have been the best third quarters I've seen out of the Cowboys' offense in maybe the past four or five years. I absolutely agree with it. It's you know because we were asking them to do this at the end of Garrett's tenure, like they were trying to force the run, they're trying to force the pass, whatever they were trying to do, they were forcing it. And yep. now they're not. And 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 if you guys watch the uh, the Peyton and Eli Manning cast on Monday Night Football at all, they always talk oh, about I love like, it. <laughs> yeah, right? but they always talk about like the other team is betting that you know. So when they give you when they play back, right? They'll play back on these great quarterbacks. They'll play back on Rodgers. They'll play back on Brady, Mahomes, mm-hmm. and now Dak. They're playing back on right. They're mm-hmm. betting that you're going to get impatient and you're going to try to take shots down the field and that's where you're going to run into trouble. They're betting that you're not patient enough for that 12-play drive where you're just dumping it off. That's what happened to Kansas City. Exactly. A hundred percent, right? A hundred percent. Oh, the Peyton Manning principle. Yep. Right? Yep. They're betting that you are not going to – and when did Manning become a better quarterback? When he stopped worrying about going downfield, he was like, oh, five yards, cool, five yards, cool. Let's just march Mm -hmm. down the field. And then when you get your shot, take your shot. And the Cowboys are taking that. They're, they're doing that 100%. I love it. I love how this offense uh, is humming right now. It is a fantastic-looking offense. And if I was Kellen Moore, I'd, I'd put in an audible in Omaha just to screw with everybody. That's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. To, to your point, RJ, we've only seen two go routes this entire season. The, the touchdown to mm-hmm. CD Lamb and the touchdown to Amari Cooper. You what, serious? That, that is, yeah, the, the only two. Uh, that is a testament to them not being greedy and, and taking what the defense gives them. That and they're holding back for when the go route guy comes back. Gallup. Yep. Number yep. thirteen. Well, that's yep. another thing. Yeah, that's another thing. They've only got two this year, and Gallup's their go guy. I mean, he's the he, and that's why you know everybody who says, "Oh no, we don't need Michael Gallup. We got Cedric Wilson." Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I do, I do I think that Cedric has a better arm than Gallup, though. He definitely has a better arm than Gallup, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let me ask you this, you guys, this. What players on this team with a one year deal, deal expiring, are you trying to extend right now? Uh, Curse, Hooker, Neil, or Kazi are one year rentals, or, and, uh, LBE, Gregory, Gallup, Connor Williams, and Schultz are, are expiring contracts. And uh, Mark, mm. who are you who are you keeping? Give me one and one. Well, man, this is a hard one, man, because I love right right before this game. I mean, I'm I'm standing on the Rodan. I mean, Jerron Chancellor. I mean, Jerron Curse <laughs> Hill. Okay. Yes. All right. He reminds me of just of a gigantic angry pterodactyl out there, just covering everything and hitting everything. All right. Yep. But I saw Casey. And mm-hmm. and even my wife was like, "Hey, who's the firecracker? Uh, yeah, the five foot ten, <laughs> hundred fifty pound dude trying to kill everybody." I was like, 
I love this dude. I love Casey. So for me, but then there's Hooker out there showing that he's a first a first round pick as well. And you yep. mentioned Keanu Neal. So for me, I got to narrow it down because if I think too long, I'll just sit here rambling on forever. So Jerron <laughs> Curse, uh-huh. that's one. Okay. And look, I know you call him Stonehenge there, Choppy, but Schultzinator is a little special. I got a special place in my heart for him, brother. So I'm going to have to give him a little bit more money. Special place, yeah. And I'm going to have to let Jarwin walk eventually. So he just doesn't do it for me in line blocking. I can't do that. I can't. I, I, well, if it's going to be Schultz or Jarwin, I'm going with Schultz. Well, you're, you're probably going to have to get, make, you know, let one of them walk. You're not going to put that much money in the tight end spot. No, um, no, so, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm totally down with that. Um, I like the way the safeties are playing, but if the corners are that good, mm-hmm. does that make the safety? Because Anthony Brown's been better since he got burned by AB. Um, does right. that make You're does right. that make the safeties more expendable? Um, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know why I put a lot of money into it. I would probably sign Gallup, and I, you know, if they're going to dump Jarwin, then sign Schultz too, because you need somebody at the tight end spot. I mean, that's it. There is not, there is not a team in the NFL mm-hmm. that can that can cover three wide receivers. Okay, no. like not, a, not, a, not not three good ones, right? Like yep. the Cowboys have a very unique, like the like Tampa Bay has, they got a really unique advantage of having three quality wide receivers. Like these are they have three, they have two ones and a two. That's really what they have. And I don't know many mm-hmm. teams that can match. That's a matchup nightmare. And then you throw Schultz in there or any any good tight end. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a that's a juggernaut. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep. The advantage I have, I'm going to keep the advantage. The, the biggest advantage the Cowboys have is, you know, they got five guys on offense, six guys really that are legit, that can, that are playmakers. I mean, every there's not a player in a playmaking spot that isn't good, and I, I love it. That was my gripe with uh, people who wanted to trade Gallup because for the longest, if the Cowboys were going to win a Super Bowl, it was going to be because they blew everybody out. Like offensively, you can't defend all three receivers at all times. That's how you're going to beat teams in the playoffs. But if you're taking one of those guys away, you're diminishing your strength for possibly like what you're going to trade them for a safety or a corner. You're possibly your weakness a little bit, but you're going to drastically diminish an unfair advantage. So I, I'm with you on bringing back Gallup. Yep. So is that true? They've only they've only th- run two go routes, or they've only connected on two. Well, as, I don't, uh, as far as I've seen, uh, I, I might be wrong, but I, as far as I've seen, it's been two, may, maybe three. I, I I can't remember if that connection to uh, what was it uh, with uh, Cedric Wilson. Was Cedric Wilson, that's what it was. Yeah. Yep. Well, well, you know, i got to retract my statement a little bit because now hearing what Choppy said and then thinking about what I had problems with in a few times with that, we run a lot of cover four. We run a ton of cover four. And you're right about the back end. You're right about what's going on with that, Choppy. But, you know, the linebackers, Keanu Neal, to me, is an invaluable aspect of this. Of this yeah, uh, a very good. valuable aspect of this defense, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, and, and what we're going to see out of this defense, when it plays the way it should play, because it's not there yet. We're going to have to have those linebackers who can get out to the flats and stop those short passes that the, the corners are, are allowing to happen in front of them because a lot of people don't realize that as well. Yeah. So when I think about it, you know <laughs> Emphasize what? Emphasize it. Emphasize allowing. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I think about it more, man. Keanu, the Matrix Neal. I, I think I need that dude around a little bit more. Well, for me, it's Curse and Randy Gregory. Uh, they've been getting on me about Randy here lately, man. I, I, we did an episode called Fool's Gold. And he was one of my fool's gold, uh, fool's gold players. And uh, man, that boy is showing out. And he's 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 one of the the if not the next to Micah, the best pass rusher on the team right now, man. And he's got hella pressures right now on quarterbacks. And uh, man, I I, I think I he's think been a see- beast, man. Yeah, we we we're, we've seen we've seen what he, we we've seen uh, just a little bit of what he did before all his troubles. And now we're we're starting to see a full body of work, man. And I'm loving it. I hate to let you guys in a little secret. I, I think uh-huh. they're going to let Tank go after this year. I think they're going to cut him. That's a, I, I, I did say that. I did say that. I, I did say that. Um, that uh, it's 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 not about his play, but rather the injuries. They keep mounting up year in and year out. And the money, the money yep. too. Yep. You're going yep. to I mean, free up money to sign some of these guys that we're talking about right now. Yep. I mean, if you you know, because you know they're probably going to they're going to want to keep one of the Schultz Gallup, maybe both. Um, and if you can do that and you keep, and they're probably going to want to keep Gregory, you know, if Micah can show out at the defensive end spot 
and you have Gregory. Uh, I mean, I see you know, okay, 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 okay. I, I see, see where you're going. With that okay. See, I know. Yeah, I'm, if he wants to get I'm, paid, I'm, I'm going to be a defensive end, right? I am going to LeVar Ball speak this into existence, okay? <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, well, so uh, I guess that brings me to the to the to to my next point. Micah better and more effective at the end? His linebacker seems to contain his talent. I, I think he's better than DN. I mean, I, look, I think he's really good as a linebacker, but I do think that you're limiting his value. I think he could be an, I think he could be an elite edge rusher. You know, what yeah. Choppy's having me have an epiphany here, bro. I'm over here like just – I have like rainbows and unicorns going off in my head because that's going against my my actual principle against it. But at the same time, I see what you're saying from that end, Choppy. And I do, you know, because I'm thinking about it right now. I'm like, you know, when you said um, Demarcus Lawrence probably won't be here next year, I'm thinking, whoa. And then I went, wait, well, uh, Micah's kind of giving us what Demarcus Lawrence gives us anyway, isn't he? Yeah. Kind of. I mean, he's getting the, he's getting <laughs> I mean, the quarterback. Yep, yep. He's getting to the quarterback, the pressures, all those things that we always defend with Demarcus Lawrence when we're always like, hey, look, you know, hey, hey, back up off him. He does this. Well, Mike is kind of doing that too already, isn't he? Yeah, that's it. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go back to the draft. A lot of people didn't want to draft Michael Parsons because they didn't want an off-ball linebacker. And we're kind of seeing the reasons why you can throw away from him, you can game plan away from him. And, and the game really didn't turn around against Carolina until we brought him back to the edge. And that's when he wrecked havoc, and you know the rest is history. All right. Well, I ask hey. you guys this: Who's this team's uh, unsung hero so far? Um, I say for me, it's probably been Zach Martin. I know mm-hmm. it's not the same for Mark, but for me, like I feel like I, I personally, <laughs> I, I personally take his greatness for granted. Like I'm so used to him just putting out Hall of Fame performances and just being the best player on the field every game <laughs> that it kind of, it just goes unnoticed. You know, all uh, uh, the difference with him off the field. You know, we have to pass it every play, then he comes on the field and we run it for 200 against everybody. It's just what he does is incredible, and I don't think he gets enough credit. Chap, unsung hero. Uh, steel. Ooh, steel. Okay. You know, when, when Leo went down, I mean, there was a lot of panic, right? Coming, oh, we're gonna go up against Joey Bosa, he's gonna get worked against Bosa. He didn't get worked against Bosa. Uh, you know, no, he is, no, you sure and, and, and look where the run, look where the runs go. The runs have been going to the right. Um, I, I think Steele has been a massive unsung hero for this team this year. Yep, I can, I absolutely agree with, with that, brother. I like, Mark? I like that penalty that he had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll take that from him any day. I'll Set take the that tone. from him any day. Yes, Man. yes. Be a dog in there. Well, you know, I've been kind of pounding the table for this a little bit, and it's like Dylan said, it's he's not really as unsung as it is you don't think about it. Because when you really look at it, to me, Zach Martin is Larry Allen 2.0, okay? Mm. And with Zach Martin, I'm over here pounding the table. I'm going to tell you right now, if we average 201 for the next three games or two games, or if it even goes up, I will start – Man, just putting Zach Martin MVP all over Twitter, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, absolutely. All right, yeah. I'm but as far as, as far as <laughs> hey, serious, as far as an unsung hero though, did you guys know? Now I know there's lies, damn lies, and then there's stats, right? Stats. So we all yep. they, they don't tell the whole story, but they do give you an idea. Connor McGovern out of 75 guards is second behind mm-hmm. Zach Martin. Wow. So yeah, exactly. That's that's unsung to me. When I saw it, I was like, "Is this right?" I had to refresh it because I was like, "Is that right? What is that?" Yes. Another reason why we just got to move him to center. We got to have him on the field. Absolutely. We now we need to get him Definitely, in man. ASAP, bro. ASAP. Unsung hero for me. Um, he he he's been mentioned here and there, but what Osa Odigizua has done oh, yeah. for this D line in the in the trenches. Is outstanding Ooh, yeah. as a rookie. I was right. really, I was really, really uh, hoping for uh, the Neville Gallimore experience this year. And all through training camp, he, this guy put on weight, wrecking shop, and then he got hurt. And I said, "Man, we're going to be in a world of hurt, man, if, if somebody don't step up." And I also called it too, man. I said, "Man, that, but that boy Osa got a little get off, and <clears throat> yep. and he's showing it, man. He is showing it. He's he's putting pressures." He's putting pressures on the quarterback as well, the middleman, and that's something that we haven't seen in a long time on this team, and I'm loving it. He's second in pressures of all rookies behind Michael Parsons. Man, so dope. So dope. Yeah. Heck yeah. But all right, man, well, I guess let's move on to week six, boys versus the Pats. And what I want you guys to do is, of course, give me your three key matchups for week six. And I'll start with you, RJ Choppy. 
Uh, key matchups. Okay. Um, boy, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to say the key matchup is Dak Prescott against Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, like this go versus go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Go versus go. Let's go. <laughs> so we all know Bill playing a quarterback for the first time usually does well. Well, this is the second time for Dak. And I'm I'm wondering what Dak has learned about playing Bill. This is going to tell a lot about the growth of what I think is if not the MVP, the guy who's running neck, you know, second to Justin Herbert right now for MVP. I I, I would I I think Dak is, but if you want to say Herbert is, I'm not going to fight you. Uh, if you want to say Josh Allen is, I'm not going to fight you either. But I you know, I, I think Dak is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I think he's one of the smartest players that the Cowboys have. It's not the smartest player they've got. Uh, I, I am fascinated to see the chess match that Bill is going to bring his way. Uh, you know, again, that you know, maybe we overrate Bill. Maybe we do. Maybe it was all Tom. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I don't know much. Of, I don't know what um, uh, Mac Jones really is yet. But I can't wait to see Dak versus Bill. That chess match, you've seen Bill step his game up against certain quarterbacks. I can't wait to see it. Absolutely, man. And one of my key matchups is uh, Henry and Jonu Smith versus our linebackers, man. You know, mm-hmm. you know how they run over there, and they've been. And uh, I got to give it to Henry, man. He 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 showed up this week. He's been showing up the last two weeks, man. I actually ain't gonna lie. I picked him up in fantasy. Yeah, I really hope these linebackers can can handle those two those two tight ends, man. Uh, one of my other key matchups though is uh is 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 a Gocek or go check, um, defensive tackle man six three three twenty from LSU versus Tyler Biotish. He's going to be the one pushing up the middle right there, man. So I really really hope Tyler B is in for a fight, dog, because this dude's coming with a fight. But yeah, I I also agree with with Choppy, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be uh, uh, Belichick and, and Dak or Kellen and, and Belichick. You know that we're gonna see what 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 Kellen can do. Uh, the more he digs in his bag, man, the uh, uh, the more exciting these games get, man. I love it, every bit of it, man. All right, uh, for me, I'm gonna piggyback on yours. Uh, I got Tyler Biotis versus Christian Barmore. I, I'm worried about him. He's 310 pounds. I know he's a rookie, but he plays with a lot of strength. He's mm-hmm. he's he's kind of the same mold of Vita Vea, Fletcher Cox. He's obviously not up to their level, but he's the same uh, archetype of player that Tyler Biotis has struggled with so far. So I think that's an advantage for them. But um, my second one, I'm going to say defending the defending the middle of the field versus Mac Jones. I I, yep. I, I watched a few of his games and he loves the middle of the field. It, it, a lot of rookies favorites closer to the quarterback and you see, you see them uh, spread uh, like bringing the tight ends to uh, on crossing routes and everything. And the wide receivers have having a lot of slants and curls. And uh, I want us to take away the middle of the field. I want to, I want our linebackers and everything because when he throws outside the numbers, that's where he gives you opportunities to intercept it, intercept it. He's shaky on the outside. And we know My the middle third, of the field definitely. right there, man, is 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 uh that's check down city for for a lot of these young quarterbacks, man. So absolutely, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My number three is, let's be honest, guys, it's the Cowboys versus themselves. We are the better <laughs> team. <Yes. laughs> like, as as long as we're not, you know, fumbling the snaps and you know dropping touchdown passes and doing doing whatever we can to shoot ourselves in the foot, we're gonna beat this beat this team. We have we have more talent. We we should be able to handle business and win this game. All right. Well, man. I'm going to start off by saying a few things here. Now, with the matchups, now the way I feel about the Cowboys is the way we run our defense and how many different things we do from a defensive standpoint, whether it's big nickel or having Micah stand up or get him in the mm-hmm. three-point stance. It's Micah Parsons versus the offensive line. I want to mm. see what we're going to do with him, you know, from what angle we're going to bring him to rush, where, what we're going to do. I mean, there, were, there was a few times where you can see Gregory down in a three-point stance and Micah standing right next to him. You're like, what the hell is going on here? So there's just a lot of different re- ways that we're going to do this, you know, and that's what I want to see from that end. How much pressure are we going to go? Can we get home on him? You know, he's a young quarterback. Like you guys said, he wants to throw out to the flat. So that leads me to my next matchup. I want to see Keanu Neal. I want to see what Keanu Neal is going to do in those areas. Now that we were talking about it, hey, if I'm going to want to get this guy paid, I got to see him produce. 
That's right. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, but, but he, but if we're talking about like what we're talking about on this show right now is we're talking about, hey, Mark, do you want Jerron Curse to get paid or Keanu Neal? Well, y'all see how Jerron Curse is playing. So I got to see Keanu <laughs> Neal. I'm saying I got to yeah. see Keanu Neal do that same thing because against the Panthers and against the Giants, I still wasn't happy with the way that the linebackers reacted to the flat. <clears throat> okay. And I think we really got away with it because Daniel Jones throws a lot more underneath than Mike Glennon. I mean, Mike Glennon's dumbass is out there looking at Trayvon Diggs. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. seriously, yeah. man. No, I think I can throw it. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Do it again. Yeah, go ahead. Do it again. Yeah. Seriously. So, Matt Jones is Trayvon days. Diggs. Yeah. Seriously, he really should have, man. And the way Trayvon's playing right now, you can see that. You, I mean, you saw it on that one read, try to toe, toe drag swag the sideline. He feels like he can get every one. He really Beyond does. Diggs. You see it in him. Hey, you know what? And uh, what was the stat? In 1994, when Dion won Defensive Player of the Year, he had six picks. Uh, Trayvon has six now. Yep. I mean, there were a few other things that Dion did. He returned three of those interceptions for, for, um, for touchdowns. I mean, he had like 300 yards in return yards, you know, after the interception, which is nuts. But Trayvon still has time to do that, guys. He really hey, does. RJ, yeah. how, many, how, many, how many interceptions do you think Diggs is going to finish the year with? Oh man, I keep waiting. I keep, I keep thinking, man, sooner or later it's gonna stop. But he's like so the, far. The ahead greatest coach else. of all time is gonna know not to throw at him, right? <laughs> well, here's the well, thing: you heard what you know, said last night, did you? You still throw to your number one receiver, right? You still throw to your first read. So I yeah, think he's right? gonna get like eleven. Eleven. So he's gonna be one okay. under the Cowboys record. Okay. Hey RJ, okay. do you remember Yo. of another Brown that everybody really had a negative feeling about? Through the through the mm-hmm. uh, opposite Dion, do you remember another Brown? Oh yeah, and then he get it. We got to the Super Bowl and he won MV, uh, defensive MVP. Of the Super Bowl. Remember that guy? <laughs> yeah, Larry. I think this dude, Larry. Anthony Brown, reminds me a little bit of Larry Brown in that sense, man. You know, yep. if you want to talk about an unsung uh, hero, <laughs> I, I, I saw I saw a pretty cool stat that uh, if you just threw the ball into the ground every single play, mm-hmm. you would have a higher passer rating than throwing at Trayvon Diggs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you would. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. that's a crazy wow. stat. Well, I can. I'm going to give you a quote real quick, then that'll kind of coincide with that. Diggs okay. is defensive player of the year right now. Richard Sherman. Hey, let's go. Let's mm-hmm. go. So, so we know, got Diggs I mean, as defensive player of the year. We got Dak as comeback player, player of the year. Of the year. May, a, a maybe MVP. MVP. <laughs> yeah. Zach Martin is MVP, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, and and we got Parsons as defensive rookie improved. of the year. Yeah, Dalton Schultz most improved. <laughs> let's go, man. Let's go. We're just going to sweep the awards. There's going to be nobody in those award ceremony. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? We'll throw an SP out in there for that last play of the game. We'll throw an SP let's out. Let's go. There. Throw an SP <laughs> out. Let's go. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, man. Uh, we come to that that part of the pod, man. It's game predictions, man. I want to know who wins the score and a wild prediction for this game. And I'll start with you, RJ Choppy. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't know how the Pats keep up. Uh, I think the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys win this game, twenty-eight seventeen. Mm. Oh, nice, nice, absolutely. What's your wild prediction, brother? Uh, wild prediction of this game is that uh, Diggs will get. Two off of Let's go. Let's go. Okay. I like that. I like that. Well, he kind of talked me into boosting my score a little bit. (laughs) Let's go. Let's go. I I had it as 27-24 Cowboys, but now I'm thinking we might score a little bit more. But now I'm going to stay with it because I respect Bill Belichick. I think if anybody can game plan how to – somehow contain this offense it's going to be bill we saw it with tampa bay they have a similar offense you, you never know the weather the weather in new england is kind of messy too so mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna mm-hmm. go 27 mm-hmm. 24 cowboys maybe they score a late touchdown to make it look closer than it was and wild prediction i'm gonna help you out rj i got jabril cox getting an interception and we're not gonna be able to take him off the field next week oh baby Dylan, you literally oh baby read my mind bro you literally read my mind bro yes yes yeah, man. I was, hey, I was copying I, your homework, Mark. That's right. That's I right. See that. I personally think the Cowboys continue to roll. 31-21. And my uh, bow prediction, 
or wild prediction rather, Schultz bust for 150 and two. Let's go. Yes, sir. Let's okay. go. Yeah, like Mar- we won't be able to hear the end of it from Mark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, y'all, hey, y'all, y'all expect a Twitter dump of as many PFF um, factoids as I can find. <laughs> number about one tight end in the happens. league. Hey. Uh, number one, you know, Hall of yeah. Fame. Here we come. I, I, I every, 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 Gold, every, every, Schultz. Yeah, every gift <laughs> and every quote from Roadhouse. There it is, right there. There it is, exactly. My name is Dalton. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go. Let me see if let me see if I change this up a little bit because somebody took uh, my uh, uh, my bold prediction there. Anyway, so 34-14 Cowboys. All right, uh-huh. 34-14. I'm gonna go with two sacks from Micah, one of which being a strip sack. Keanu Neal gets a pick, and I'm gonna I'm gonna specify a little bit. It's gonna be on the left sideline, right in front of Anthony Brown when they try to throw something short. I'm going bold to the point where I'm going to tell you where it is, all right? <laughs> Let's go. Right. Love it, love it, love it. Hey, man, well, I'm going to jump to Twitter right now and shout out some of these these listeners. So, um, uh, at Pamela Rudd, PKR63, she says, Dallas wins 28-21. It's a true road game here. Depends on the weather. Uh, but she gets she has the Cowboys winning. And uh, let me see who else. Who else we got here? We, who else we got here? Uh, Shiner Man at CB82 Madness. He says Cowboys win probably 21 to 20 unless the weather's crazy bad. Uh, even then, I'm just not sure what New England does exceptionally well. So, but he has, in my opinion, even if the weather's bad, we're built for this with this running game. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. I mean, I'm not even worried about if the if the weather's bad. I just, you know, we'll put those 201 back up. Hey, man! Shout out to Andrew Slovak at Slovak or Andrew. He says the Cowboys 31, Pats 21. It will be tough, especially in Gillette Stadium, but we come away with the dub. Mm. Go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All like right. That. Well, shout like out to that. the Parsonator. The Parsonator's out there. That's at at. Parsonator. Yeah, at Outlaw underscore Cowboy FB. He uh, goes to war in my mentions. He does. He <laughs> Mine does too. Mine too. <laughs> he says Cowboys, 27 and 17. Uh, let, let me get to one of this beautiful lady right here, Miriam Wilson, at Miriam 88 Wilson, my beautiful wife. <laughs> Yeah, uh, everybody's sliding in their DMs nowadays. But man, right? it, it is what it is, man. So, uh, yeah, she has the she has the Dallas Cowboys beating the New England Patriots thirty-one to fourteen. Let's go! All right, Let's thirty-one to fourteen. Go. I like that. There you go. She has a she has a question though. She, uh-huh. she asks okay. this this beautiful lady. She asks, where does Donovan Wilson fit in when he comes back? And she also says, family name, Wilson, need to buy his jersey, one or six. Six, babe. We got to ref six, LeBron yeah. somehow, somewhere. <laughs> Two, there you go. Two birds, yeah. one stone. I, okay, that's a good question. Done. I don't know where he fits in. I mean, the de- like, like seriously, now I know the defense has given up a lot of yards, right? A lot of pass yards, uh, a lot of yards in general. So it's not perfect. I think we're getting a little bit of fool's goal with the turnovers. But, you know, the turnovers may be there all year. We don't know. Like, this could be one of those magical years where they force like 30 picks, right? We don't know. Um, so I don't know where he fits in, though. It's like, do you want to really do you want to really mess with it? I mean, he's basically him a hit stick, right? Yep. Him and Curse yeah. are very similar players when we look at them. But I think they can coexist where you have like Donovan Wilson in at the nickel linebacker, and you can get away with moving Curse over to the nickel corner. Chop, is yeah. it because uh, uh, Dono is a, a Aggie, an ex-Aggie brother, and you're a vow? <laughs> oh, oh, man, I got, I got no ill will. I have no ill will towards the Aggies at all. Yeah, nope. You, man. None. Hey, if we can – hey, Dylan, if we can move Jerron Curse over to the, the, the nickel corner and he plays as well as he's played and everywhere else, then I'm going to have to backpedal on my Keanu Neal statement. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> He's been incredible guarding guarding the uh, tight end so far. He I, has, I would man. like and to that, see it. That was his mo coming in. That was, that's what he was known for. That tight end, you know, covering up the tight end. All these other things mm-hmm. are added bonuses. It feel like Christmas morning with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I remember him <laughs> tweeting that Dallas was going to get the best version of him, and he did not tell one lie. Nope, not no, one didn't. lie was told there in that statement, brother. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. I also uh, liked him checking on Daniel Jones. That was just a little bit sportsmanship. I liked him yeah. checking on Daniel Jones right yeah. there. That was cool. Man. Mm-hmm. Man, shout out Johnson at Stevie JPTX, man. He says week six, Cowboys 27, 24, New England at home, shortens the game and keeps it close, but Cowboys win. 
Hey, as long as the Cowboys win. Yep. Didn't you have a question? A question in your mentions, man. That you that you uh, tagged me in, but I can't find it, brother. Yusuf Nakuda. Yusuf and Yusuf Nakuda. He says, uh, "What's the status of D Law? Will he be back after the bye?" Well, D Law, he's going to be back, but it's going to be sometime probably like late uh, late December. Are you hearing anything on that front, um, RJ? Uh, Did you guys see Gruden got just resigned? He resigned. He resigned? Breaking what? news. What? Yeah. You're not talking boys with the boys. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess they found a few more uh, emails, huh? So they traded uh, well, away Amari Cooper and Khalil Mack for nothing? He, uh, yeah, right? <laughs> so, evidently, there were more emails that came out, um, like, more racial and uh, homophobic emails that were released. Wow. So wow. he has he has resigned. He went to find uh oh wow. So here's Schefter. Mark Davis arrived at the team's facility a couple hours ago, went to find Gruden. The two met. Gruden no longer will be the Raiders head coach. Wow. Bye bye. Yep. Yep. So, you know, so, so, like well, with John Gruden, man, you know, he kind of reminds me of kind of a, a, a mentality that I, I really – look, apart from the emails, anything like that, this is something I kind of wanted to touch on a little bit, um, RJ. Sometimes dudes, especially football heads, right, they get this, this frat boy in the club mentality that they have information, other people don't have the information, and they want to kind of sit there on a pedestal and say, I know more than you guys do, ha-ha. And I always kind of felt that way about John Gruden in a way, you know. And, and with him and other guys who kind of act like that, that kind of just pisses me off a little bit, man. You know, with all this that we do, with everything that's going on, you got pro athletes on Twitter sometimes. They come in and honestly make fun of us sometimes. And instead of doing that, why don't you come on and educate us? If you say that's you know right. so much, hey, come on, talk to us. We're not going to yell at you. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to. We need the education. I know I do. Hey, I, I do too. I watch the All-22, and I'd like to know what I'm looking at half the damn time too. Instead of calling my other <laughs> friends to talk about it, you know? But instead of being condescending with some of these guys, why don't you come on and talk to us? You know what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. I, I hear you, man. I hear you. There's a lot of people out there like that. That is it's, it's just, a pet peeve, right? Yep. Seriously, it's just it's it's dumb. It's it's like like ha ha, I know this. Well, why don't you tell me? No, 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 yeah. you won't understand. What? One more shout out, man. And this question is for you, RJ Choppy. Yes. Uh, Rich Rich Fleasy. Blood in the streets <laughs> on Twitter says, does making the NFC Championship game or Super Bowl get Kellen offers to leave, and what could the the boys organization do to persuade him to stay? Will he will he keep his loyalty to this team? Oh, uh, I don't even think it's going to take getting to the NFC Championship game. I think he's going to get offers this year. Um, you know, loyalty is a is a a lost art. Um, but in the NFL world, when or, or in any world, really, right? When someone gives you that life-changing job opportunity, you 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 owe it to yourself to take it. And uh, I, you know, could Kellen wait for Mike McCarthy to get run out of town? Sure, but what are the chances that he gets the job? Right? You know, so Jerry would have to give him a contract extension, guaranteeing him that he is the next head football coach of this team, which by doing so would completely eliminate any authority and credibility that McCarthy had within the, within the operation. So yeah, he's going to go, he's going to get a job. Uh, It's going to suck to see him go, but you know, and I I think Dan Quinn's a candidate for a head coach job. Absolutely. What he's done with his defense is incredible. Yeah. You know, he's a, he's a coach that's been to a Super Bowl. How many coaches are out there that have been to a Super Bowl? So yep, I, I think he's a candidate as well. He's been to three Super Bowls. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've had him with a coordinator. Absolutely. Yeah. That's then, So what you're so what you're saying is the band is about to break up. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, but the band still has Dak Prescott. It still has the lead singer. It still got the front man. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. They're just losing. They're lose. They're not even losing the drummer. They're losing like the 
the rhythm guitar guy, not even the lead guitar guy. They're losing like the rhythm guitar guy. But Choppy, do you think do you think that Dak writes his own lyrics yet? Do you think? Ooh. Uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. But like, man, Beyonce doesn't even write her own lyrics. So it's like, you know, I, I, I can't. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I can't, you know, I can't kill someone who doesn't write their own lyrics when they come out and they prove they're the GOAT anyway. Ah, yes. Let's it's just go. that, like Aubrey said, like Aubrey said, you don't have any award for that, though. You know what I'm saying? That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. RJ, RJ, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my best Kellen Moore stays argument. And I want you to tear it down as best you can. So, Kellen Moore, Dak, they have this amazing connection. They're best friends, and it's hard to imagine him leaving. And he was gone to Boise, but Jerry met up with him and everything, and and they made an agreement. He declined the job and he stayed with the Cowboys. He had other head coaching job interviews as well with the Eagles and I believe the Giants. And uh, hit, uh, again, it kind of seemed like Jerry met with him and he, it, uh, with the fans, it has the impression that he's kind of the head coach and waiting. Like he doesn't want to get rid of a, uh, let another Sean Payton go, if you will. Yeah. Do you think that plays in his mind at all? Is there a chance that Kellen Moore sticks around because of his connection with Dak and because they kind of have a handshake agreement that Mike McCarthy will eventually step down and he'll assume the mantle? How many years does Mike McCarthy have left compared to Kellen Moore, you know? Man, it would have to be a real firm handshake. Yeah. You know, really? uh, yeah, Yeah, I think it's a possibility. I don't know Kellen really at all. Um, you know, he barely played here. He was given an opportunity by Jason. Man, I, 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 I like where your head is. I just, I don't know that. All right, let's take for example. Look, the, the Raiders' job is open. Okay. Right. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally just open. Breaking news. <laughs> Literally just open. Okay. <laughs> now. If I'm Kellen Moore, I'm not going to go to a place that doesn't have a quarterback. But the Raiders have a decent quarterback. Like Derek yep. Carr is not da- he's not as good as Dak. He's not a superstar. But I think he's somewhere around like the tenth best quarterback in the league. You can win with the tenth best quarterback in the league. That's and right. that's right. You know he's extremely underrated MVP candidate. Yeah. I mean, and, and look, and, and isn't Kellen from out west that area? Like, isn't he from that area anyway? Um, yeah. It's not far from Boise. So I, you know, I, I don't know. Like you know, if the Raiders come calling, that's that's a great franchise. I know they're they're kind of a, a a wild card, but like historically, the Raiders' name in the NFL carries a lot of weight. Um, oh yeah, big fan well, base, big right? fan base. It's you second, know what, though, second to, you know what? To I'm gonna throw yeah. my tin. I'm gonna throw my tin hat on real quick and back up my amigo here because the thing about it is, you know, Jerry loves to be right. Right. We, uh, we, we can say what we want about business, all these other things and Stephen paying people. But Jerry held on to Jason Garrett past his time of his prime because he wanted to have that homegrown head coach that he could win a Super Bowl with. Now, that premise, I think I don't. I, hey, look, I don't know anything right from that end. But at the same time, he still he has another opportunity in front of, in front of him with Kellen Moore. You don't always get that. Jerry's about to be 112 or 20, whatever he's going to be. And he wants to make sure that he can get that Super Bowl the best way he can, man. And I don't know. In, in my mind, if I was Jerry, I'd be like, I had Jason Garrett come through here. I tried the homegrown thing. I mean, he wanted to make it his own guy because he knew his dad, the scout aspect of it, all that. I, I know that part, but I really think this might be his second. I think he might be telling Steven something in the background. He's like, okay, we're holding on to, to Kellen. I don't give a damn what anybody says. At the end of the day, I'm pulling the button and we're holding on to Kellen. Uh, but but on the Dan Quinn front, uh, maybe he was happy as a defensive coordinator. He tried the head coach thing. It didn't work out. Maybe he's happier being a defensive coordinator. It seems like nobody's considering that. We've seen it before, Rod Marinelli. I mean, it, it's, it's I call it, I call possible, it the Wade Phillips syndrome. I call it the Wade Phillips yeah, syndrome. Yeah, Wade Phillips is remember the one, too. Well, remember what he did. I mean, after he, he kind of fizzled out as a head coach of us, he went ahead and said, okay, I know what I need to do. I'm going to go make a defense for the Broncos and win a Super Bowl. And he stuck to being a D coordinator. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and by doing that, you just get all the praise. You see, like, they aren't giving Mike McCarthy the praise. They're giving Dan Quinn the praise. You get all the praise, all the Quinn glory. You get, yep. you, you get, you get the you, – you just coach your unit and all that, and you make all the money. It's, it's a good gig. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, fellas, we've been on here for an hour. I know Chop's got to go. Um, man, it, it was 
absolute blast to have you on, man. And we really, really appreciate you jumping on with us, man, on this podcast, brother. Guys, I had fun. Anytime you need me, uh, let me know. I'll be back. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, tell the listeners that don't know, that ain't told us where they can find you at, brother. Uh, you can find me uh, if you live in Dallas-Fort Worth area, uh, 105.3 The Fan. Um, uh, that is, uh, we are Monday through Friday, 530 to 10. If you do not live in DFW, the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, uh, you just find us in the sports category on 105 through the fan. Again, 530 to 10 central time, uh, here in Dallas, Fort Worth and on Twitter at RJ choppy, uh, give me a follow. I'm going to start a YouTube page. I got a YouTube page now, uh, but I'm gonna start doing some YouTube podcasts in here. Uh, I got it. I got it planned. I don't know an exact date, but, uh, I do want to do one of those. So at RJ choppy on Twitter, you get all the info you need to find. Awesome, brother. Awesome. Well, y'all know where y'all can find me at, man. I'm at Hop the Ville on Twitter, Adam Y, Talking Boys with the Boys. You can find me on Twitter, at Dylan88Wilson. And uh, as some of you know, I started a TikTok, avid TikTok watcher of mine, Kelvin Joseph. If you if you want to find it, go to his page and you'll find it retweeted. He did retweet <laughs> it. There you yep. go. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> And for me, it's uh, Mark Mark D talking with the boys at Mark D's Corner on Twitter and on Facebook. It's Mark DeLeon. So, you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, everybody out there, thank you for rocking with Talking Boys.